You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Well, Argentina stocks are soaring as local markets reopen following the decisive victory of Javier Millet. Renowned emerging markets investor Mark Mobius, president of Mobius Investment Consulting, says these changes can be an opportunity. He joins us now from Dubai. Mark, thank you so much for being with us. Of course, when we talk about the changes that he's hoping to bring, it includes the dollarization of the economy, potentially shuttering the central bank. What's the investment opportunity in that? Well, it's all about the currency, as you know. I mean, if you go into a place like Argentina where there's inflation, we were investing at one point when it was about 2,000%, and it was very, very difficult. Uh, we had to buy companies on the basis of their book value rather than anything else. But at the end of the day, it's been a very dangerous place to be with the currency the way it is and with inflation in that uh, situation. So now if they dollarize, if, that's a big if by the way, if they go ahead with that, it will be an incredible boost for the economy and for the country. You'll yep. see inflation down dramatically. If they get rid of the central bank, that'll be one another step in the right direction. And I think uh, uh, it, the outlook is terrific under these circumstances, but we have to wait and see if the new president can actually implement those changes. Mark, Mark, good afternoon. Are there enough dollars to do that? Uh, yeah, there's plenty of dollars. It's not a matter of the quantity of dollars. It's a matter of pegging uh, the economy to the US dollar. Because Argentine people have lots of dollars offshore. Uh, you better believe that they protected themselves from this incredible inflation by having dollars. So there's plenty of dollars. And it's a psychological impact, which is so important. It's not a, a matter of them you know, using dollars uh, every day with cash transactions. Nowadays, with paperless transactions, as long as you're pegged to the dollar and everything, all the prices are pegged to the dollar, then you're going to see an incredible return of confidence. So, Mark, obviously Argentina is one of the economies in South America that has seen a certain degree of volatility. There's going to be a lot of questions going forward as to how Malay also navigates relationships within the region and more geopolitically. When you're looking more widely at Latin America, does Argentina present the, the best opportunity is there, or is there other areas where it's relatively more attractive? Well, when you look at Argentina, you really have got to look at Brazil in conjunction with Argentina. As you know, at one point they've talked about having a combined currency, combining the economies of these two great nations. 
And uh, that is possibly something that could happen uh, because, as you know, the history of Brazil is one of incredible high inflation. So if they can get together in that respect, it will be very, very good. These are big, big economies, uh, terrific opportunities, lots of great yep. companies. So th this would be a, a good thing for Brazil as well. Mark, would you be investing? How would you be investing? Are you investing? Kind of, how are you thinking about this? Are you getting ready to invest? Where do you see the biggest opportunity? Well, Just kind of give us, give us the Mark Mobius playbook here. Well, right now, uh, with these changes, we're beginning to do scans. You know, we do scanning of the entire market to see where the opportunities may be, which companies have good returns on capital, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and the nice thing about the Argentine economy uh, being such a big economy, there's lots of uh, opportunities in different sectors. So we're looking at every sector that we can look at. Of course, we're very interested in tech, uh, software, that sort of thing. But there are many other opportunities we can look at. Uh, so we're keeping an open mind. And now's the time to do some scanning, to look at where the opportunities are, what companies we should be looking at. Okay, so when you're doing that scanning, Mark, on, on a more global scale, that's one region that we have uh, pretty thoroughly gone through now. What about others? If you're looking at, say, China, for example, which has raised a lot of question marks in terms of the fragilities in that economy, the trajectory of it, is that somewhere you see opportunity or danger? There are opportunities in China. It's a huge market, as you know. It's a big economy. But we think it's a better idea, if you want to look at China, look at it through Taiwan. Because you must remember, uh, there's a, a lot of trade that takes place between Taiwan and China. Many Taiwanese companies are in China. Of course, Foxconn is probably the best example. Maybe, yeah. maybe not a good example at this stage of the game. But there are many, many companies like that. So we prefer to go into China through Taiwan, particularly now with the incredibly uh, increased emphasis in China on technology and particularly semiconductors. As you know, uh, TSMC, Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing in Taiwan, is the leader in the world in high-value yep. semiconductors. So that's where we want to be. Mark, you're not in any way concerned, therefore, that we do see geopolitical tensions around the island being raised. There are many people that are concerned that 2024 could be the year in which we do see tensions being ratcheted higher. There's even some talk of an embargo. I, we don't know what's going on in the mind of the senior leadership in Beijing. You're confident enough that we're not going to see any trouble, that we're not going to see that kind of an event presenting itself in order to make those investments. I feel that there's not going to be anything happening in the short term. Uh, when I say short term, I mean the next two or three years. And the reason for that is China uh, is not going to benefit from a military invasion of Taiwan. In fact, uh, they won't get what they want. They want a handover which is peaceful, where they can take over and begin to benefit from the companies in Taiwan. And if you have a hot war, that's not going to happen. Uh, so it's psychological warfare that we have now where China says, look, we want to take Taiwan, we'll do it with force, but they really are not going to implement that. Particularly now, it's interesting to note that the visit by Xi to the U.S., uh, my take of that was that they're not going to be moving in that direction anytime soon. They've got too many things to worry about at home. 
the economy, yeah. what's happening with the housing, et cetera, et cetera. Well, when we think about the economy, Mark, of course, the consistent messaging from the Biden administration from here in Washington is that the U.S. is not looking to decouple with China. China, of course, doesn't want the U.S. to be decoupling, hence why we're talking about diversification or friendshoring, rather. The, the going thinking, though, is to some degree that is happening already, whether or not it is stated public policy, and that that ultimately could be kind of inflationary. How are you thinking about inflationary dynamics right now at a time when clearly inflation is on the downturn, but there could be a lot of risks to, to reinflate it. Oh, there's no question. If you had a complete shutdown of supply from China, uh, the U.S. consumer market would be in trouble. I mean, you just walk into Walmart or any of the big retail giants in America, and you'll see made in China all over the place. So this is a real problem. And China can make things so cheap. And of course, some of the quality is excellent. But a lot of these companies in America are beginning to realize they cannot depend only on China. That's why they're moving into India in particular. They've already moved into Vietnam, into Malaysia, into these other countries. But India is going to be the big beneficiary of the switch. However, you're not going to see supply from China being completely shut off. That's not in the cards. Mark, always great to catch you up. Thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. Mark Mobius, president of Mobius Investment Consulting. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.